2: Just can't wait
1: to get on the road again. Life is a highway, I want to ride it all night long. Yeah. And you'll
3: have fun, fun,
4: to till your daddy takes some T-Brew away. Fun, 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 till your daddy takes away. Good afternoon and welcome to the Car Show with Dale Donovan on 55KRC, the talk station. Hope everybody's going to have a great, or is having a great Memorial Day weekend. Memorial Day weekend. I always like to say that. <laughs> yeah, it's weekend long, you know, so we got Monday off. And uh, thank you to all the veterans out there. Uh, my father was in the Marines, um, fought in Iwo Jima. Um, he didn't die in service, but uh, he has passed away. But uh, thank you to all the military people out there for their service to our country. Hopefully everybody has a great weekend end celebrating, all right? Uh, I know it's a little, doesn't look too good out there right now, but I think it's going to get better and a little bit warmer, so a lot of people will be opening pools and stuff like that, Uh, but it's also a good time to uh, pop the hood on your car. I know a lot of people get intimidated with their cars nowadays. There's nothing to get intimidated about. It's just a car, just uh, another little asset, something that we have, and uh, but it's something we got to take care of. And uh, that's what I do here on the show is I try and help you with your cars. All right. They're very complicated. Um, you know, there's a lot of computers to them now. Uh, there are still a lot of mechanical parts as well that also go bad. Uh, but I try and help make some right decisions for you. If you've got problems with your car as far as starting, charging, stuff like that, um, you know, toe in, won't start, dies. All those types of things, you know what to do with your cars. So, I just put some new tires on my car or on my truck, and uh, one of my one of my guys that did it for me, uh, he noticed that uh, you know the air in the uh, door, you know, uh, recommends pretty low air pressure on my Toyota. He bumped it up a little bit because he noticed that the tires were wearing on both sides. So he bumped up the new tires. So we're going to see how well that does. I know a lot of people complain about the miles they get on their vehicles or Toyotas for tires. So double check your tire, double check the door. Okay. So look at the door, see what they want you to put the air pressure at. And if your tires are wearing on the outside and the inside, I want you to boost it up by five pounds. Okay. Five psi, it's going to ride a little bumpy, a little rougher. Uh, but I want you to try it. We're going to try and get you some better mileage out of your tires. Uh, if your tires are wearing on the middle, right in the middle, all right, it's overinflated. That tire is overinflated, so you want to decrease the air by five pounds. So, but typically, what we do is what the door says so you open up the driver's side door and there is it you know a sticker and it tells you what to put the air pressure at. That's what the manufacturer wants it at. And typically that's usually the best, but uh, you know on mine, that's what I do. I keep it what the door says. But I didn't get good miles out of those tires and they're wearing on both sides. the front end. we align the front end on it and everything else. So we're going to increase the air pressure on these and we're going to do a little bit of an experiment to see if we can fix this problem. So, but, you know, that's one of the things we talk about. There's a lot of things about automobiles and cars uh, that we can talk about. And and I'm here, again, like I said, to try and help you and guide you, all right, about what to service on the vehicles. I was watching something here, something uh, about Elon Musk and Tesla. I was reading an article about that, and he made mention that there's only two car manufacturers that didn't ever go bankrupt, two car manufacturers that ever didn't go bankrupt. Ford is one of them, and Tesla is the other one that didn't file for bankruptcy at some time. So Ford uh, just beat it, and so did Tesla. They just beat it in 2008 uh, when things went kind of south. But uh, that was kind of interesting. I knew Ford came close, and I knew Tesla came close as well uh, to filing bankruptcy. But anyway... On your vehicles, you know, so I've got the new tires, and I'm going to give out the phone number here in a minute, and I've got some phone calls, and I promise I'm going to get to those phone calls. It's, uh, I usually like to take a little time to talk about, you know, what's going on, and don't forget, you know, people listen to my show and know that, hey, Dale does a radio show. Well, Dale does a radio show, but Dale also has four shops, four automotive shops, All right, We have the Ridge Road location. That is our original location. Actually, our original location was at 6111 Montgomery Road. It is now a restaurant. And uh, it was literally right on Montgomery Road across the street from uh, Burger King, which isn't there anymore. And uh, that's where my father started it. And then I moved it down to Ridge Road in 1986. So we've been at Ridge Road. And then we had an oil chain shop on Ridge Road across the street. And then we built our own on the same side as where our Ridge Road location is. So we have the original Donovan's on Ridge Road, 5601 Ridge Road, and the oil chain shop is 5609 Ridge Road. So we have those two locations. And then five years ago, um, I uh, took over the, um, it was a Goodyear store, ran by Bruce McGoran, and we changed it to Donovan's Auto & Tire Center. And we do more service, more tire work, stuff like that. And uh, we took that over five years ago. So you got another location there, and then this year in January, uh, we took over, which is normally it was called Nordic Motors. It's now called Donovan Specialty Auto Service. And what we do there is we specialize in Volvo repair and Subaru repair. <clears throat> so we specialize in those two vehicles. Volvo is very kind of exclusive. A lot of people, um how should I, a lot of shops, they work on them. Don't, don't don't get me wrong. There's a lot of shops out there that work on them, but we have the computer system to work on them as well. So I have the whole computer system, uh, just like Volvo does, that I can go in and see what's wrong with a lot of part of the car uh, that a lot of shops cannot see, okay? So it's just, uh, you know, it's just. Another another type of a business, but it's specialized in Volvos. Now, as far as I know, there's only one Volvo dealer um, in the city of Cincinnati, and uh, I would call us your dealer alternative, all right? So if you have a Volvo... <clears throat> Excuse me. If you have a Volvo and you want to have it serviced or you want us to take a look at it, we'd be more than happy to. It's if you just Google, you can Google Donovan's Auto and Tire Center. You can Google that. Uh, You can Google Donovan's Specialty Auto Service. Either way, uh, you can find all of our locations at one website and it tells you all about it and gives you a little history of it, of how my father started it. It Came out of. the war, World War II, came out of the war and uh, worked for Firestone. And uh, he would open up stores throughout the country. And he promised my mom if I ever moved him back to Cincinnati to open a store, he would uh, try and open his own. And that's what he did in 1958. My father opened up his own store. And I always tell the story, <clears throat> excuse me, that he went to my grandfather, uh, who I never met. Uh, he was passed away by the time I was born. And, but my grandfather was uh, pretty successful and uh, he wanted to open this store and he asked my grandfather for the money. And my grandfather said, no, if I give you the money, you know, you're not getting, you got new skin in the game. So my father had to scrape together the money and bought his first store. And uh, that was it. It was at sixty one eleven Montgomery road. And uh, I can remember, you know, it was a, it was a Firestone store. I love telling the story. And then I promise we'll take a quick break and we'll start taking your phone calls. But my father, you know, back in the old days, Goodyear and Firestone, they sold appliances. A lot of the stores sold washers, dryers, refrigerators, you know, TV, stereos, room air conditioners. We sold all of that. And that was my father's part. And I would go, and when I was uh, got a little bit older, I would go and, you know, deliver the refrigerators and the, and the TVs and the room air conditioners and stuff like that. And, um... I can remember as a child, we didn't have a colored television, um, but we had one that was on display in our shop on Montgomery Road. And on Sundays, our father would take us up there, and we would get to watch Disney um, in color for the first time. So that's, that's how old that's how old and how long I've been doing this for quite a while. I've been trying to work on cars and you know, I've been in the business. So for a long, long time. So, all right. Phone number 513-749-5500. That is the local number. Again, it's 513-749-5500. 1-800-823-TALK. It's 1-800-823-8255. All right. And uh, we're going to take a quick little business break when we come back I'm going to start going through the phone calls. You're listening to The Car Show with Dale Donovan on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to The Car Show with Dale Donovan on 55KRC, the talk station. As promised, oh, let me get my mouse here ready and uh, I can get this going. As promised, I'm going to get right to the phone calls. Up first is Chuck. Chuck, welcome to The Car Show with Dale Donovan. How are you?
0: Doing great. How are you doing? Hey, your history you're talking about, that's that's some good stuff. Yeah,
4: yeah. That's, yeah, yeah pretty... young
0: young kids need to hear that kind of stuff. How people work hard and uh, and, and get things done. Anyway, uh, I've got a two thousand Cadillac DeVille. Mm-hmm. Air distribution problems. If you have the heater or the AC on, you've got the defroster, the vents in the dash, and the and the feet. Anyway, no matter where you put it, it just wants to blow it out the defroster. Mm-hmm. And the the weird thing is, if you if you turn the key off, turn the car off, and just turn it on. Uh, it'll be blown out the defroster, and then all of a sudden it'll kick it out and start blowing out the vents and the floor for about thirty seconds. then it'll make some noises and it'll it'll go back to just the floor. but if you turn the turn the car on, it only wants to come out the defroster. so can you point me in any direction?
4: Yes, usually uh usually what's going on there's a uh, there's a mode actuator, and that's where it's a it's an electric motor, and the mode actuator okay. goes bad. And what happens is, is it won't open it to go to the right spot. There's, excuse me, there's actuators that will go from hot to cold, and then there's actuators that will take it from the defrost, the vents, the floor. And those mode actuators is a very common problem for uh, having a problem with those mode actuators on that, uh, your Cadillac. So you probably, I mean, looking up, I just any air conditioning problem on your 2000 Cadillac um, Deville. Yep. I mean, the the number one thing is the mode door actuator for any kind of air conditioning problem. So there's probably a code in the system uh, that'll tell us. Like a code would be B as in boy zero okay. two okay. four nine. Okay. And that would be a code for like a, what we would call, some people call it a mode door or a blend door actuator. Okay. Gotcha. So that is probably where I would start. Now, <laughs> it is a 2000. Yes. And I'll tell you that uh, it's, I think it's worth a try. And have you ever heard me talk about unhooking both the battery cables? Uh, no. Okay. So sure what I want you to do, to do, what I want you to do, Obviously, just turn the car off, you know, have the air, you know, and then I want you to disconnect the battery cables, the positive and the negative. So the battery's right. out of the picture. So then what you're going to do is you're going to take, somehow, you could take a wire and I want you to touch the positive cable to the negative cable. Okay. You can, a lot of times, what I would do is I'd take vice grips and I would just rub them together or I'd take it and I'd try and rub them together. And what that does is that kind of relearns what everything's doing. All right, so I want you to try this because it could save you, I mean it might start working, and I've seen this happen many, many times. And what I want you to do is hook a wire here's another easy way to do it. You take jumper cable, you'll take gotcha. one, one of the jumper cables that's you know, it's a wire, and you hook it to the positive and then you hook it to the, you hook the other end to the negative. the same wire, correct? Okay? so gotcha. hook it there, hook it there for like five, 10 minutes. Hook it back up. Go ahead and start the vehicle. Don't touch anything. What it'll do is a lot of times it'll run through this code. It'll run through and reprogram. So everything, like, it might start, the vent doors will will move. You know, all of a sudden you'll be like, oh, okay, it's coming out of the defrost. Now it's vent. Now it's floor. And you might see some lights flashing on the actual uh, climate control. Just let it go. So start it. Let it run for, like, five minutes. And then go ahead and try and see if it works. Okay.
0: Okay. If I run a wire from positive to negative, uh, isn't that going to spark or you unhook go it?
4: You unhook it from the battery. So now we've taken the 12 volts out of the system
0: oh you no no okay don't don't cross the battery no you
4: know. no 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 <laughs> unhook the battery okay. cables that's Ooh, why
0: I, you almost you almost electrocuted me there yeah, that's
4: okay. why I, that's why I try and make it as clear as possible you're unhooking the battery I got you, you got it you. and then what that I'm is basically doing is you know what I tell people they're you know, like why, why why do you do that I said well I mean computers lose their path sometimes. Gotcha. Okay, so sometimes you'll have to shut your computer down at home. You just shut it gotcha. down. Well, you, there's no way to shut it down here. But what that does is it does shut it down. It's like hitting Control-Alt-Delete in your car. That's what it's doing, yeah. Chuck. So I'm just trying to do that. If if it doesn't work, then you probably have a mode actuator or a blend door actuator problem. Okay?
0: Where, where do I find that in that car?
4: Uh, that would be underneath the dash. Okay, so that's what okay. will control the doors. But try this first, okay, and then we'll do that. And then, if you got problems, then you got to go and see if you've got any codes in there. If you don't have any codes okay. in there, then you got to try and start with the blend door actuator.
0: All righty. Well, I, I appreciate the info,
4: Chuck. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great Memorial Day. All right.
0: Hi, uh, same to you, Dale. Thank you. Thank you very much.
4: Uh huh. Take okay. care. Bye bye. All righty. Let's see. Yes, I've got time. And then, again, you guys. I do this in order. I don't jump around, so I look to see who's been waiting the longest. I can tell that, and, uh, you know, that's how I do it. So up next is uh, Lois. Lois, welcome to The Car Show with Dale Donovan. How are you? I'm
5: fine, thank you, but my car isn't right now, so I wanted to ask you a a question about it. It's a 2002 Thunderbird, and two years ago I had the number five and the number six um, plug-and-coil um, changed out, and now I'm getting that same hesitation as I drive. Uh-huh. So, I mean, some other spark plugs need to be... I don't want to do all eight of them at once, you <laughs> know? And so, so I mean, I mean, nobody wants to do everything at once, I know. But um, the history in the last two years, because of COVID, I didn't drive it much. I mean, I might have filled up once a month, which is very unusual compared to once a week. So... Um, somebody told me that maybe I can buy some type of lu- lubricant by a company called Lucas and run that through. Is that the gas tank or something? And he said it might just be a buildup, mm-hmm. you know, because it hasn't been driven. Like 2002, I just turned over 100,000 mm-hmm. miles.
4: So there's the most common, and I'm, you know, you know, You've taken care of the vehicle, I presume. I think you've done a pretty good yeah. job taking care of your vehicle. All right, so I yeah. don't think uh-huh. it's a I don't think it's a buildup, Lois. I think that you've got another coil spark plug issue. Now, what you have to do is we got to go in and we got to find out what codes are in there for a misfire. All right, um, you okay. know, and it doesn't do it all the time. No. Okay. Mm-hmm.
5: Some so, days, nothing, and some days, maybe three, three or four times as I'm driving somewhere.
4: Right, and it kind of gives you that little bucking feeling?
5: Bucking, yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, That hesitation.
4: Yes. So, I mean, it's very, very common. So there is eight coils and eight spark plugs on there. Uh, if you did two, you've got six left. And I know you don't want to do them all at once, and I don't recommend you do them all at once. But what I'd recommend is uh, we got to get it in and we got to find out what the code is and find out, you know, because normally when we have a misfire, it'll pick, you know, it'll give us code PO301. That's cylinder number one. PO302, that's cylinder number two. So it tells us. So I would recommend we always. And everybody that I know that works on these vehicles, they will put a boat, they will put a coil and a spark plug in it at the same time, okay? So that's what I recommend. And that's probably what's going on with yours is you've got a coil that has gone bad, and uh, it's very, very common, okay? Okay,
5: how extensive is that to put it or what do you do? You put it up. Computer, you
4: said? Or- yes, yes. We have to hook it up to a computer. So there's a diagnostic charge for that. And then we have to figure out what code it is and find out what cylinder it is. Okay. And that will help us diagnose that. And then once we find out what it is, then we can go to that cylinder depending on where it's located. And then uh, we have to replace that coil and that spark plug. And, we, you know, so- we'd have to give you a price uh, on all that once we looked at the vehicle and find out what it is.
5: Okay, and then one other question. You were talking about tires as you were coming on the air. Yes. I never have my tires rotated because when I did, I never liked the feel of the ride right afterwards. So I had new tires put on about two years ago, right before COVID, and so I don't have a lot of miles on them, but they seem fine. Uh Is it okay not to rotate your tires?
4: So So here's what I tell people all the time, Lois. So let's say you drove your car straight forever, that would be fine. They would wear just like the back ones. Typically, they do as long as the front ends aligned properly and everything else. What happens is, is when you corner, the tires in the front will dip down or rub on, you know, rub on the side of the tire. So they're constantly changing. The camber will change as you turn corners. So that's why you have to rotate the tires. Now you said I didn't like the noise. You probably, when if you didn't rotate them, you should be rotating them every 5,000 miles, and I know you don't put a lot on there, but you should rotate them at least every 5,000 miles, and what that does is if you don't rotate them, a lot of times the rear tires will, will do what we call cupping. It'll get a high spot and low spot, and then when you rotate them, that tire that's cupped on the back now comes to the front, and you don't like it. It's usually noisy, a lot of times it's bumpy. But if you stay on top of it, which, you know, I I don't know how many miles you have on the tires now, but it's been two years, um, I do recommend that you rotate the tires on a regular basis for for the best wear. Now, Lois, you don't have to. I'm not telling you you have to. It's your car. It's recommended, but you don't have to. So that's your choice.
3: Okay, thank you.
4: Lois, thank you very much. You have a great Memorial Day, okay? okay take bye. care bye bye you know rotating the tires is definitely up to you guys highly highly recommend it so all right we're gonna take a quick business break when we come back I promise I'll get to you if you're on the hold just stay on hold I'm gonna get to you I promise you're listening to the car show with Dale Donovan on 55 KRC the talk station welcome back to the car show with Dale Donovan on 55 KRC the talk station. Again, I hope everybody's having a great Memorial Day weekend. And uh, again, you know, thank you to all of the veterans out there uh, that have fought for our country. I really do appreciate it. I am one. Uh, my father was in the war, and uh, total respect. I mean, it's if you go to a funeral of a of a you know a Marine or a military person, and man, it's unbelievable. Just to, just to be, I can remember my father's like it was yesterday. To the phones we go. Up next is Randy. Randy, welcome to the car show with Dale Donovan. How are you, Randy?
2: How are you doing? Happy, happy Memorial
4: Day. Thank you.
2: Yes. Um, are you familiar with these uh, car uh, maintenance uh, YouTube channels like Scotty Kilmer Car Care Nut, mm-hmm. Toyota Maintenance? Uh, yes. Let's see here. Also, engineering explained, and also. Would you do you have a YouTube channel? And if, if not, would you ever consider doing one?
4: Uh, yes, yes, I would consider doing one. So, uh, actually, um, uh, one, one of my producers or the guy that runs uh, the radio station here, Mr. Tony Bender, they call him the big dog. He's been after me to do one for a little while. And so, yeah, I actually, uh, I actually really think about doing that, Randy. I mean, it's a great idea you know there's yeah, so man. many things yeah. that we can see and yeah. that I can show you on car repairs uh that you mm-hmm. know yeah so it's a great idea
2: Yeah well, uh, what do you what do you think of those uh those channels I've uh I've rounded off there
4: yeah i like them i mean i've seen them so it's you know i've watched some of them as well so it's a, it's a great idea great.
2: Do Scotty you? Kilmer, he's, 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 he's interesting just to watch. I mean, uh, yeah, if, you know, if you know. Oh, you, you know. I he's know
4: just yes, he is very interesting <laughs> to watch. He's always got his glasses on, right? His little dark glasses. So. <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> <Ain't
2: something else. laughs> he
4: is something else. Uh, he does do a good job. I, I think the big thing, Randy, is I, I felt like I was a little late to the game, but I don't think I'm too late for the game anymore, actually. No. So
2: do you have do you have a do you have a time for just a quick question?
4: Sure, go right ahead.
2: Uh, what what gives a a manufacturer like Acrea or Lexus the what 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 is the criteria between you know? Because I got a Honda Accord.
4: Uh huh.
2: To me, it's the same thing as a Acura TL. Just don't, they don't have as many goodies. What, what, and uh, I've, I've always wondered, what, what is, why, why ain't a Honda, why it's not, why is a Honda not, not uh, luxury? What, what do you know? What's the criteria of that? Well, so, I mean, obviously,
4: obviously, what happens is, is when they built the Honda, okay, when they built the Honda, you know, it was a good car. People were buying it and they really, really liked it. And then what happened is they're like, okay, we did a pretty good job of this. Now let's do a high end vehicle. Okay. So let's start. Uh, let's do a high end vehicle. And that's because if you remember, Toyota had, came out first and then Honda was out first. And then they both came out with Acura and then they came out with Lexus. Uh, both of those manufacturers <laughs> decided same, same with Hyundai. Remember Hyundai, okay. you know, had the, yep. you know, inexpensive yep. one and now they yep. have their luxury uh, edition as well. Yep. So that's one of the things about, you know, the, the Hondas, the, the Toyotas, you know, there's not a lot of bells and whistles on them. They focused on the the mm-hmm. engines and suspension, stuff like that. And they wanted to make sure that they built a good quality car and then once they got that down and made sure that everything was good, then they went ahead and did a luxury edition. So, it's just the uh, way it's just the way they do it, man.
2: Yeah, I, I always wondered about that. I was I was thinking I was like, "Well,
4: sometimes they're made Randy, sometimes <laughs> yeah. it's the same, you know, chassis." On some of the cars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, so some of it is the same. A lot of it's the same. Yeah. Uh, but not all of it. So it is definitely a yeah. more solid car. So it is it's a more solid all car. Right. They put more money into the vehicles. So, so. Randy, thank you very yeah, much. You. And uh I will have
6: yeah, a happy day.
4: You too, Randy. Thank you very much for listening. I really do appreciate it, and I will consider you that uh, uh YouTube channel. All right, my friend? Four. Take care, buddy. Uh bye bye. All righty, let's see uh in order. Uh as always, up next is Stan. Stan, welcome to the car show with Dale Donovan. How are you?
6: I'm doing terrible, that Dale. Uh-oh.
4: <laughs> Uh-oh. All right, what are we working on? What kind of car is it?
6: Well, well, it's a we we just bought it. <laughs> Driving home from the dealership. It's a 2009 Honda and the VSA light came on.
4: What kind of Honda That's- is it? An Accord, Civic?
6: It's a CRV.
4: It's a Honda CRV. Yeah. Okay. EX EXL.
6: Yeah, I don't know. We just bought it. I'm sorry. All right. That's all right.
4: That's all right. So so go on. So what's going on? So you're driving it home.
6: And and the uh the uh, the engine light came on, and then a few minutes after that, the VSA light came on, and the exclamation point light came on, and then it act like it wasn't getting any gas. Then I, I stopped and pulled over, turned it off, and turned, and it acted fine. And then I did what you suggested. Someone said, "Well, maybe it, it thinks it's being stolen or something. It's in like lump mode." So I took the uh, the uh, the battery cable was off, and that still didn't fix it. So, uh uh-huh. mm-hmm. so right right now. Joe Morgan Honda has it. They're they're super busy. They can't get to it till next. Put it on a thing, but. I didn't know. Is that going to be? Do you think that's going to be an
4: easy fix, or a, what could it be? Um, I mean, the most common problem for check engine lights on that is something called a variable valve timing. Uh, there's a there there's little solenoids on there. Okay, yeah. and and it'll cause this problem as well as what you're talking about, and it's very 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 common, and it's not a, a big major fix. How many miles were on it?
6: So, you think it
4: could be
6: is it solenoids? Now, no, I'm a terrible I don't know much about what's a solenoid?
4: There's a there's that's called variable valve timing. Okay. And it controls the valve timing, it controls kind of how the valves open and close. All right. So, it, okay. that'll that'll affect the power of the vehicle, it affects the fuel mileage, uh, all of the above. All right. So, what I was going to tell you is, I kind of would like to know how many miles you have on it, and do you know any of the history of the vehicle?
6: No no history, 140,000 miles. So
4: it's got 140,000 miles on it, all right? So the very first thing they tell you is to check the oil, all right? Hey, is oil low? No, if his oil's not low, a lot of times it could be that you just have to change the oil. Sometimes that'll do it. Wrong having the wrong oil in the car will do it. Uh but basically, we would want to go in and we would check to see what kind of code you have it in there and once we find out if you got a code like p twenty six forty six that is the variable valve timing solenoids okay so mm-hmm. it's not a major problem um but you know it, it's a problem that they've had now The other thing is is the reason I asked that is they've had a lot of timing chain issues with that vehicle as well, so the timing chains will make a lot of noise on that car. So when you started it up, did it make a lot of noise? No, no noise. Okay. All right. So I would let them obviously look at it, all right? And what you want to know is if if you don't, you know, if they call you next week and they haven't repaired it or what have you, make sure you ask them what codes did you get in the system. And once you find out what codes you have, you can call me on Saturday and we're going to go through it and I'll tell you what's going on with that vehicle, okay? All right. Stand- sounds like, sounds like a deal. Thank you very much. You got any problems? We'll Thank talk you. to you next Saturday. We'll be here. All right. You take care and have a great weekend. Make great Memorial Day weekend as well. So, all righty. Let's see. Uh, let's see here. Make it in. Okay. So I got Phyllis here, but I, I got to get to D first. So Phyllis, hang in there one second. I'm going to tell you everything, and then. But again, I'm I'm sorry. D's been waiting the longest. D, welcome to the car show with Dale Donovan. How are you, D? I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing good. Good. What, what are you doing on this fine day? Anything?
3: Well, I am having a Walmart trip coming up, and I can't drive this truck very far before it acts up on me, and I'm just hoping you can fix it for me. Um, I have had it in the shop recently for the problem of where it runs rough, and the engine light came on, and they changed some spark plugs and changed some coils.
4: Okay. What, then, you, what year, I'm, I apologize. What year is the vehicle?
3: it's a 2006
4: f-150 ford f-150 okay and you have you owned it for uh forever
3: i've owned it forever okay and it's been taken care of but it's just that i went to the shop and had that work done And as soon as it got out of the shop it's still doing the same thing running rough and then dying occasionally if it's the rpms are at least a one it dies on me and so i've had about all the spark plugs changed now in a period of about three and a half months. Mm-hmm. Every month, go in for a little bit more work. And so I basically got told the other day that it's on its last legs, but they didn't tell me why. And I'm thinking, if it's got the same code showing up, is that because there's dirt in the spark plug, or is there just
4: so a bad spark do you, plug, maybe? Do you know what the code is?
3: It was the one on spark plug five.
4: So P0... B 305 right okay and that's and is that been the one that's come up every time every time okay and every time do they put a what have they done to it they've done fuel injector or they've done coils they've done spark plugs all of that
3: right they've done all the spark plugs and all the coils
4: Okay, so there's, you know, you have what we call fuel injectors on that vehicle as well that can cause a misfire on that cylinder. Okay, so Uh it's still running rough. It's still missing. So how many miles do you have on it? Uh, About
3: 160. 160,
4: 160,000 miles. And Uh I'm kind of curious why they say it's, you know, it's almost on its last leg. I mean, yes, they've had problems with the engines, once they get up there, so they have had some problems with the, the engines and the camshafts and the phasers, uh, a, a lot of engine problems. So they have. Did you take care of the vehicle, right. change oil regularly? Oh, yes, definitely. So the other problem is it could be is it could have a catalytic converter that's going bad on there. Okay, that's as, not good. That's not good. As well. So there's, you know... There's a few things that we need to look at first. I mean, normally when we have some major engine problems, it makes noise. It'll make some sort of engine noise. And I don't think yours is doing that, correct? I
3: don't think it is. But when I was parked at a stoplight, this guy on the sidewalk stopped and he yelled at me and he said, Hey, your lifters aren't lifting. You need to get your oil changed and get, check your transmission fluid, this, that, and the other. So I don't know what it is or is not sounding like if it's
4: a problem. Well, see he, he heard that lifter, so that's a pretty common problem uh for the lifters to go bad on that engine. And uh it's a big, big job. So I see. It is a big job. So uh who were you where were you going for the service?
3: Uh tire discounter.
4: Okay. I mean, if you'd like to get a second opinion, we'd be more than happy. I mean, you know, you can call us. Uh you can call my Ridge Road location's probably closest. I see you live in Norwood, correct?
1: Yes, yeah, yes. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep.
4: So that's my closest location. I mean, there is a diagnostic charge, um, but, you know, we, at least we can give you a second opinion and see what's going on there. Well, that sounds good. That's what I'll do. Dee, thank you very much. Hope you have a great weekend, and thank you for listening, and thank you for calling, okay?
1: Thank
4: you. Happy Memorial Day. All right. Happy Memorial Day. Take care. Bye-bye. All righty. we got to take a business break. i got Phyllis. You're coming up next. You're listening to The Car Show with Dale Donovan on 55KRC, The Talk Station. Welcome back to The Car Show with Dale Donovan on 55KRC, The Talk Station. All righty. As promised, I'm going to get right to the phones. Up next is Phyllis. Phyllis, welcome to The Car Show with Dale Donovan. How are you? Uh,
1: Fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm doing
6: good, Phyllis.
1: Good. So, I have a question. I heard part of um, your uh, discussion this morning about your new store that takes care of Volvo's. That is correct. And where is that located?
4: Okay. Well, thank you for calling. What part of town do you live in, Phyllis?
1: Well, Loveland.
4: You live in Loveland. Okay. it's close enough. We're at 9305, 9305 Montgomery Road. All right. Okay. That's Cincinnati, Ohio. 45242. Mm-hmm. The phone number is 984 513 984 Okay. Okay. If you go to the website, go to type in, uh, you know, donovan com. Donovan. Okay. Tire.com. You'll go to our website. Mm-hmm. And you just scroll down just a little bit, and that gives you all the locations, and the, you can hit on there where it says Get Directions, and it'll tell you exactly how to get to it, okay? But right. yeah, we, uh, we, okay. Speci- we specialize. Do you have a Volvo?
1: Um, it's actually my son who's going to pass it on to a, uh, my grandchild, uh-huh. and so sometimes they have issues with it. And so I just wanted to pass on that information to him.
4: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, so I have uh, I have uh, two technicians and uh, they they both specialize in the Volvos and uh, you know they also we also do Subarus and uh, we specialize in that, but uh, the biggest one is the Volvos. Uh, we do a ton of okay. them. It's kind of a specialized car. Um, it's kind of different right. than a lot of cars. I mean, it's, you know, it's not so much the engine's so much different, but it's just, it's a different car. And, you know, and a lot of independent repair shops don't like to work on them, but we do So because we specialize okay. in them. So between the two guys, there's probably over 50 years' experience between the two of them.
1: Okay. 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 All right. And then a little bit of history. Um, we used to go to the store in Pleasant Ridge and we knew your father
4: oh my and
1: um one time um we took our volkswagen bug up to the shop mm-hmm. and um it was ready to come home so my daughter who had just turned 17 walked on up there to get the car it was a stick shift and you said to her oh, you want me to call your dad because I don't think girls can drive stick shifts, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you could appreciate that. <laughs> and she came home laughing and she said guess what dale just told me mm.
4: i probably so. did too and it's you know it's i mean kids today really don't know how to drive stick shifts i mean no. there's not there's no. not many of them out there anymore uh but yes i mean even i had a hard time driving a stick shift back then so but i'll be darned where what uh what street did you live on in plaza ridge on no. oh okay absolutely so that's Mm -hmm. awesome that's awesome well i really do appreciate it and you just you give us yeah you give us a call and i mean you know you just go back about pleasant ridge i mean you go back to the histories did you remember there was a meat uh there was a butcher called they were they were the toby brothers yes yes oh man i would have never gotten through I'd love that little place. I mean, I would go in there and there was two brothers and uh I think one of the wives, I think, that worked there. And you'd go Uh in and I would say I'd like a bologna sandwich on white with mayonnaise and I'd get a ham sandwich on rye with mustard. (laughs) Yeah. It was so but man, they just it was all homemade and I mean they had grooves in the floor behind where uh the butcher was. I mean, cause I used to go in there all the time cause I was right next door and, uh, that's right. where I would get my sandwiches. So that was what I think that's what we miss about the little bit of a neighborhood. I mean, every neighborhood, I mean, we yeah. had, we had the hardware store, we had the bank, we had the florist, mm-hmm. we had the mm-hmm. butcher, you know, we had the supermarket, right. we had the place you, you know, right. everything was right there so you could walk to it. And then, of course, you know, right. all the mega stores came along and then all of that changed. And I think it is an absolute real shame. That the little people went out of business. Yeah, so, yes, and that's, I agree. that's all w- the
1: school kids would walk to Toby's to get candy after school.
4: Yes, yes, we had a we had a bowl, <laughs> we had the bowling alley, we had a movie theater. I mean, we had a gas station. You know, we had it all, at, right there, right. and it's just a uh, it's just amazing. So I hope uh, that it goes back to that. I guess I call it like the Mayberry days type thing, where you know we had the <laughs> Gil, Gil the barber right still there. Right. And, uh, right. So yep, it's just uh it's yeah. old, old times, Phyllis. Well, thank you very much for listening to the show and thank, thank you very you. much for calling me. You, right. I hope I you have a great it. Memorial Day weekend, okay?
1: Thank you. All right. All right. Take
4: care. Bye-bye. All righty. Well, that's neat, kind of uh reminiscent about old times. And the other thing is is, you know, a lot of times people ask me, you know, Dale, why do you? I mean, a lot of people just don't understand why do you advertise for other repair shops. I said because there's there's plenty of uh, there's plenty of cars out there for it to go around, and there's plenty of good shops. I don't let a shop advertise on the show unless I support them, and unless I know of them, and unless I trust them. So if they advertise, such as you know, Frank's Heavy Truck Collision Repair. Uh, Mr. Dave Brinkman, I still say to this day, the finest body shop in the city of Cincinnati. It's just customer service is unreal. They do a phenomenal job. And I hear horror stories of people taking their trucks into places to get it fixed. And I'm not going to mention any names right now, but an individual that was uh, doing some work in my shop had his... Uh, truck somewhere else to have it repaired. And it took, I don't know, I think a month. And then the part came in, it was aftermarket, and it's it was a fender, and the fender shorter than the other side. And, you know, those types of things, Mr. Brinkman and Frank's Heavy Truck t- Collision Repair does not do that. They don't undercut it, all right? And, uh, you know, he tried, and man, nothing. I've never heard him ever say a vehicle would take a month to repair, and uh, that's what people are telling me right now, and it's just such a shame. Again, Almers Auto Care, another one. Um, you know, I know Brian. I know his father. Great repair shops, trustworthy. Trust them wholeheartedly. Um, they do an excellent job. They're in my competition as well, uh, but I don't think of them as competition. Again, I think there's plenty of work to go around, and if they advertise on my show, you can trust them. Uh, I, I literally got an email right before I came on and a customer of ours moved out of the, uh, Pleasant Ridge area and it moved to Milford And there. And she just sent me an email, Hey, who can I trust in Milford area? So I'm going to email her back and tell her that she can go to Almers. That's probably the closest place for her, uh, to get her car repaired. So, you know, there again, you know, our tagline is Donovan's Auto and Tire Center. We're the honest choice. Uh, we believe that. Uh, we're not here to rip people off. We hear it all the time. People will tell us their, their car needs something and usually brakes. Someone told me I needed brakes. Why'd they tell you that? What's your brakes doing? What are they, you know, let's take a look at them. And, you know, some of the times I'm like, nope, not yet. You got at least 10,000 miles and you might bring it back in 10,000 miles. I might tell you another 10,000 miles. All right. So our tagline is the honest choice, and believe me, we stand by it. And you know, I mean, we've been doing it for a long time since 1958, when my father started. Then my brother Denny got involved. Then I got involved. It was my brother Denny and I. Then Denny retired. Now it's myself and my son uh, Dane Donovan, who you've heard on here. My nephew Kyle Donovan, and then another son Shay Donovan. So we still have a lot of family members involved in all of the businesses. All right? And uh, we'd be more than happy to take care of any of your car needs. And uh, just, again, just go to DonovanTire.com, and you can find all of our locations, and you can find everything we do right there. I hear the music. That means it's top of the hour. we got to go. Everybody, I hope you have a great Memorial Day. Thank you again to all of the veterans out there. Can't thank you enough. Uh, Really. Uh, For your sacrifice. Everybody, have a great one. We'll do it all again next Saturday. You're listening to The Car Show with Dale Donovan on 55 KRC, the talk station.